Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history to write a book preserving this experience for future generations. If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. Landon Mabe was going to university at Rice in Texas when COVID-19 hit. He had many plans for graduation and travel, and all of that was canceled. In this interview, he describes what it was like to leave college early and to transition onto online courses without any expectation or history in doing so. When I first heard about the virus, I was at my university, which is Rice in Houston. I was living on campus in one of the dorms. When we first heard about it, um, I don't think really many of us gave it too much of a thought. It was just, okay, hey, you know, there's talk, China has this virus going on, don't know how serious it is. Um, didn't really even start thinking about the possibility that it could affect us until February. And there was definitely a vested interest among me and my friends in not thinking about it or downplaying it, at least initially, because we had this big senior trip planned for, to go to Thailand right after we graduated. Like literally we'd graduate and then two days later hop a flight and like do this whole two week long trip, which of course now can't happen. Me and my, me and my roommate, I think we both kind of patted ourselves on the back a little bit in February. Cause at that point we were like, okay, cases in Washington, we know it's this contagious we know it's going to be this serious so we kind of anticipated not finishing the semester and we've taken it pretty seriously since then so whenever we found out that we were going to have to leave it was really really tough it was the week before spring break was supposed to start and it was the sunday before that week and we got an email that said hey guys classes for this week canceled, not going to happen. No work can even be due. So, and then, so, you know, you, you hear that now and your reaction is, oh man, so it's getting real. Well, our reaction was, hell yeah, let's party. <laughs> Which was so short-sighted, so very short-sighted looking back on it because we were like, oh yeah, we're just going to get to hang out and it's going to be spring break and it's going to be good. But I think there's a sneaking suspicion in the back of a lot of our minds that this was going to get worse. Maybe we didn't want to think about it because I, because I think later during that upcoming week, we finally got the email that said, Hey y'all, you've got two, three weeks to move out. Some of you can petition to stay on campus if you know, you don't have a stable living situation or if you're an international student, which was great. I think Rice handled this really well, but I remember 
my roommates and I, we kind of just looked at each other and started crying immediately. Like it was, it was really, really sad because, you know, the last semester of college is supposed to be kind of like the, the book into your college experience. And then we know that all those final weeks we're going to spend with each other are just not going to happen anymore. Because we had lived together since sophomore year. So we had we had been pretty tight. And it was it was really rough. Something I really wanted to mention like for this and really the experience that motivated me to do this interview with you in the first place was the night, I believe it was the night or the next night that we found out that we were all going to have to be leaving and the semester was going to switch to all online classes. Everyone in the dorm, well, at Rice, we have residential colleges, which are kind of like dorms under themselves. You have your own student government. So it's like our own little family. Um, everyone who was still there who hadn't left early just to, you know, get out or do something for spring break before they found out we weren't gonna be able to come back, came out at, at about like nine o'clock at night. And we were all just, everyone was outside just crying, hugging each other, just telling people the things that you wanted to say before you wouldn't see them again, that type of thing. Man, it was, it was, it was a mess, but it was honestly, it made me just love my university so very much. It made me really realize how much I appreciated and loved my friends. It was, it was the most touching thing that had happened to me in college. It was really shocking some of the things I heard from other universities during those first few uncertain days, because, um, I think Harvard gave people five days to move out, like no, no um, waivers to stay on campus. If you're international, just you have to leave. But Rice, of course, like, okay, you have, it was anywhere from two to three weeks. I don't remember. And you can stay on campus if, well, you had to petition to do it. But if you were an international student, you couldn't go home. You could stay on campus. When I first came back home, oh my word, it sucked because I, did the self-quarantine thing for two weeks um, because I live with my grandma, mom, and little brother. And so if I had it, then I could not risk giving it to my grandmother. I literally just couldn't. So I was in my room, the hallway, and the bathroom. And that's it. Like we put up chairs and stuff to, you know, like so I wouldn't go out of that place or my little brother wouldn't forget and come in. And I was like hardcore quarantine for two weeks. It was, it, that part was rough. I did get to, I did go outside during that time. I, I like went out my window because I, I only have one door. So I had to, I got like a step stool and put it outside. Thankfully, I don't think I had it. Online classes suck. Like it, if you're used to going to class every day, and it's especially difficult for me and a lot of other students too, who don't have a dedicated workspace. Um, it's, there's just not a ton of space in my house for that. Um, back at school, I'd go to the library or I would go to um, one of the many dedicated study spaces that we have on cam had on campus. And that's where I do my work. And so transitioning from that to, I'm in my room for two weeks and then I'm in my house for two months finding the motivation to do things and be as productive as I was beforehand just wasn't possible. And I made, I always made it a point to not study or do work in my room. I found that I would think more about my academic stressors whenever I would bring that into my 
what was supposed to be a relaxing environment. And so I don't enjoy having to do work at my house. One thing Rice is doing, which I think is a step in the right direction, but not far enough, um, is they're allowing everyone to put a pass fail on all of their classes with the semester. So that means the their final grade would end up being either a pass or a fail instead of showing the grade, which is nice because typically, because we have a pass fail system at Rice, a very limited one, but typically you couldn't put it on a major or minor requirement, but now they're allowing it. So that was nice. So I didn't have to worry because I had an exam a week after I got home and I did horribly on it because I didn't, could not study effectively. The system I don't think is very fair for students who are in a situation similar to mine because you don't have that dedicated study space or maybe you're in a situation that's even more stressful than mine where maybe you have to share a room with your little brother or your house is even more cramped or you're in a place that's really hard hit like New York City. So you're expecting those students then to compete for grades against people who are in more favorable situations because Yes, they say, okay, you can opt into the pass-fail, but if you're going to be applying to graduate school or medical school or some other professional programs, then they're going to want to see those grades. And if someone who already had the advantage of having a personal study at home shows up, hey, I got this A, even during the pandemic, look how hardworking I am, which I'm not saying isn't true, versus a person who is, yeah, I share a room with my two little brothers and I had to take care of them because my mom was sick and they show a pass. You can't really expect schools to be able to look into that nuance. And so in my opinion, the best way I'm torn between these two systems is having mandatory universal pass fails because that way, you know, programs can't mandate that you have a grade because everyone has pass fail. I get that that hurts people who put in a lot of work this semester to get a good grade. But I think it's just from my perspective, it's more important to take care of the people who are more disadvantaged. It's either, either that or like a double A system where it's either everyone either gets an A or an A minus. But I do appreciate, I do appreciate the academic accommodations that Rice has provided. Landon's interview reminds me of the interview that I did with Carol Wilson and David Astudio, where professors feel that their students aren't engaging online and International students are being hard-pressed to find solutions to living without school in session unexpectedly. Ultimately, this is a story of loss of rite of passage. Landon was supposed to graduate, to travel with his friends, to do things that historically are what we do upon graduating university. And instead, he has spent it in his bedroom alone. Thank you for listening. Subscribe so that you don't miss an interview. I interview multiple people a week and I am releasing these episodes as fast as I can. And if the story meant something to you, share it because it will probably mean something to someone else. Every time you share the project, it helps the project grow. So thank you. Until next time, stay safe Stay well.